My husband and his friends had a LAN party to celebrate the release of the new Call of Duty Modern okay. Warfare. At Modern, Advanced Warfare? Modern Warfare? It's Modern Warfare 3. I think Modern so, Warfare yeah. 3, I think, is what it was. They had this cute, they set up monitors and they had the Xbox out and it was so cute and they were sitting at the table and you, I kid you not, I he's going to kill me for saying this, but my husband's friend, who will remain nameless so that he can still store up his rewards in heaven okay. for this, said, before we start, gentlemen, can we have a little prayer? And they all bowed their heads and prayed for their wives who were watching their children so that they could play this game and for their children wow. to grow up to be good people and that they could honor God in their gameplay. It was so cute. I Welcome to another episode of Is This For Kids? I am Jonathan Bearded Blevins. I am Katie, Mrs. Ruby. Mrs. Ruby. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. How are the kids? You know, they're good. They're, yeah. I have such good kids. Can Your I kids just... are pretty good. They're pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, actually, all of them. They're all funny. They're all smart. They're all kind. Yeah. And I'm not sure what happened there. I just won the genetic lottery. I mean, you and Luis are all those things, too, though. He's very so. good looking. That uh, that like helps, I think. Yeah. Well, right? yeah. I'm I'm sure that we have at least a little bit of a hand in it. Yeah. But for the most part, we got really lucky. You know, like when people will tell you that, oh, my kids slept through the night since they were four weeks old, and they yeah. like self congratulate. You just had a lucky kid. Yeah. Right? Back off. So I'm very like aware of that. My kids are great because they're great, and I might have helped a little. And yeah, and you got a little bit lucky. Yeah, I got way lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Sorry, my chair was doing something weird. That's okay. Uh, my kids are doing well. Yes. Sorry. I, I recently, it's fine. I recently had a uh, daddy weekend where I was in charge of all three, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun because life's been a little busy lately. Yeah. And so Did it was good to, break? yeah, she got a little women's weekend I love that out in her. Wisconsin with her friends. So it was good. And I just like, I loved it because I just had quality time with the kids for three straight days and got to really, really delight in my three-year-old mm-hmm. Kiara. I have decided that the best age of your kids is three. Three. One hundred percent, because they're so almost—it's almost never their fault when they do something wrong, because mm-hmm. they don't really understand, and so it's just kind of adorable. And then the way they talk, like she is so smart, but I just will not correct her on the way that she speaks and says things wrong, because it's the most adorable thing ever. So she like looked at me the other day, and she had like had little tears in her eyes, and she's like, "Daddy, I need help because my stuffy's lost." Oh, I was like, "Oh, it's lost. It's lost. Let's go find the lost puppy together." And yeah. she's like, "Okay." Oh, it was amazing. You gotta be a little careful with that because I did that with my fourth child. Yeah. Because he was supposed to be the last one, and we thought that that was gonna be the end of it, and so we just delighted in his in his blue bellies. He said blue bellies his whole life. What's that instead blueberries, of blueberries? Blue bellies. And we thought it was so cute, and now he's in speech therapy. Oh no. <laughs> There you go. So watch that a little bit. So it's funny because there's no R's by the age of seven. Maybe start talking to somebody. Yeah, we should. It's uh, it's funny. Uh, my parent, my mom was was with. I think Jody was in the house, and I was gone. And she was teaching Kiara to say Caleb instead of. Uh, I think she was saying like like Caleb. Oh yeah. And so she's like Caleb. And now, like, she walks around the house and she's just like, Caleb. And everyone in the house, like, boys are furious. Like, Zachary cried. Oh. He's like, she doesn't say Caleb anymore. Oh, it was so funny. So sad. But anyway. My, my three-year-old does this really cute thing. That, you know the expression, like, out of the mouths of babes come the greatest truths or whatever the whole expression is, but nobody yeah. ever knows what it is. She always says, she doesn't know the phrase, look at me. Like, that that confuses her. Yep. So she'll say, mom, mom. See me. See me. <laughs> and and it feels so like how many times in your life have you 
felt misunderstood in the world and you wanted to look at somebody and be like see me it's uh it's just like it touches my soul when she says it i'm not going to teach her the phrase look at me she doesn't she doesn't need to know just see me forever yeah there's no need for indirect objects in our lives you know what we don't want to see what duty call of duty i see what i did there though i was talking about poop so good I love the transition. We are going to talk today about video games. So we've done before, we've done Fortnite Mm -hmm. and we've done Minecraft and Roblox. We also did uh, Mortal Kombat in case anyone was curious. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. So we've done some video game episodes. We have a lot of requests for those. Yeah. And we're going to talk about a couple of video games here this week, starting with Call of Duty because Mm -hmm. it was just released another one yes. i believe it's the 20th in the series there were like three remakes as well so i think there's like 23 total 23 call of total duty games. games yes see my husband and his friends had a land party to celebrate the release of the new call of duty modern okay. warfare at modern advanced war modern war it's modern warfare 3 I think modern so, warfare yeah. 3 i think is what it was they had this cute they set up monitors and they had the xbox out and it was so cute and they were sitting at the table and you i kid you not I, he's going to kill me for saying this, but my husband's friend, who will remain nameless so that he can still store up his rewards in heaven okay. for this, said, before we start, gentlemen, can we have a little prayer? And they all bowed their heads and prayed for their wives who were watching their children so that they could play this game and for their children wow. to grow up to be good people and that they could honor God in their gameplay. <laughs> it was so cute. I almost Incredible. died. I ran across the room like while they're praying and took a picture of them. And the friend who was praying was like, you better not post that anywhere. And you did. I did. I, I immediately saw it. posted it on Twitter. I was like, you got to let it go, man. I'm going to do it. That is so cool. Did you then like listen to them? Did they get into like Call of Duty mode and start absolutely <laughs> trash talking an hour later or no? No, they were they were playing with each other. So I think that they were fine. Uh, but I wasn't listening because I went upstairs to put the baby to bed. But I also that night had made... Um, French onion soup for dinner because it's my favorite Ooh. food for the winter time. I love it. I made a whole Instagram reel for it. Um, but so I made French onion soup. And then also I in the winter, my voice always gets a little bit scratchy because of heaters for whatever reason. So if you notice that, that's what it is. I'm not sick. Um, but anyway, so I had a scratchy voice and I had cut up three pounds of onions. So my eyes were just puffy and yeah. terrible. And so the next morning, one of the guys that was there, his wife texted me. was like, hey, my husband said that you were crying all night. Are you OK? Like, should I be? And, and he said, your voice was scratchy and your eyes were puffy. And I was like, I made French onion soup and it's winter. I'm so sorry. Yep. Everything's fine. It was sorry. People are probably going to learn throughout these winter months that you belong in like Florida. I do. I belong in Florida. Yeah. Or Arizona or not in the Midwest. What I need you to do is go to patreon.com slash is this for kids and then donate. What's the cost of a house in Florida? Uh, Probably between 250 and 500K for sure. Okay. So just 250K <laughs> and then just put a note. This is for Katie to get out of the cold. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Huge. Uh, Call of Duty. Yes. I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. For those who don't know, uh, Call of Duty is a first person shooter game that really in all all 23 of the games goes from like world war two uh and then into including wars in the future yes uh which is which is interesting cold wars in there yes um and just a bunch of different wars yeah um and it's a competitive game as well that a lot of people will play and do tournaments and you can win money it's also one of the most popular games streamed on twitch and kick and youtube and facebook gaming and anywhere that you can watch someone play games yep 
um, it it kind of has this weird cycle where the Call of Duty releases like two or three games a year, it seems like at this point. Yeah. And the community always thinks it's going to be great and then streams it and the numbers are high and then they're annoyed at the bugs and the cheaters and the people who are hacking. And so then they, it goes away and then they get excited about the next one to come out. So that's kind of the cycle of it. But the 20th uh, individual one was just released on November 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's rated 17 and up mm-hmm. technically. Yep. Which is interesting because I feel like a lot of younger kids in 17 play it. Yep. And we want to talk about whether or not it's for kids. So what are your general thoughts, Ruby, on Call of Duty? So generally, Call of Duty kind of falls into this... Uh, it's got a story mode and an online mode, right? Like you can play with other people online in a campaign or you can play the story and learn the whole backstory. So like a lot of people watch The Last of Us on, on HBO. There's a story that could be made into a movie that Call of Duty has, right? Um, and it has a reputation for having a good story, for having a lot of emphasis on good graphics. They have a scoring, meaning like the, the score. There's a background. There's music. Yeah. There's an orchestra plays uh to, to this and it can make the person who's playing the game feel like they are a hero in world war ii that they are participating in this and i do have this whole like strange theory about men in our generation kind of needing that for bonding to be able to like because there haven't been any real wars where you know, world war ii was sort of the last war where we all agreed on the good guys and the bad guys right there were no there was no nuance there um and i think that men enjoy that i'm speaking as a woman i'm gonna i'm gonna woman explain manhood to you please thank yeah, you i think that they they need that and you know our friend bobby wrote a whole book about you know questing and hero and things like that and and how that's good for for men but there is a lot of gore and blood and yep. the online chatter if you're playing the online version tends to be a lot of uh toxicness Toxic- yep. i don't want to say toxic masculinity but it is no, 100% it is. is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You don't, there are literally female streamers who, and for those who don't know, uh, streaming, you can put a camera on yourself and uh, share your gameplay on your screen and people will watch you. Uh, people can make lots of money doing this. Yeah. Think uh, of it like watching a football game, except instead of football, it's Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. And there are literally female streamers who make a living. And I don't mean like, you know, 40 grand a year, like mm-hmm. a living, a good living. Um, just streaming themselves playing Call of Duty for the purpose of what you hear when you join a random lobby and you're a girl playing this game. Yes. And the rea- like the things that that men will say uh, to these ladies is it, it's 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 weird to say unbelievable, but it really is to me. It's unbelievable. It's like how could someone say the things that people are saying? And it's not just there's there it's not just like sexism. There's racism. There's just a lot of things. If if it exists, if there's people out there exist, you can hear it. When you play games like Call of Duty that allow you to talk to the people that you're playing with. And there's proximity chat. So you can even sometimes hear the people you're playing against. Mm-hmm. So you could go in with four friends that you know and love and you're not going to do anything. But you could also be hearing what the other teams are saying. Yeah. If their characters are physically near you. Yeah. In the game. Not physically in the game. You know what I mean? So it is rated 17 enough. Like we said, there is a lot of gore. There's actually a lot of drug references. Yes. And there's some language as well. But here's something interesting. You can turn all those off. Mm-hmm. You can toggle those off. Uh, which is into like I, I wonder why they don't have like a, just a clean version just hit the button and it's all there yeah and, and yeah. maybe then like change the rating say there's two ratings you know yeah. like i don't know how you, how you do that in a video game but um and then of course you can also turn off the proximity chat yeah i have a very good friend who has uh, a bunch of teenage boys 
mm-hmm. uh, and he's an awesome dad. I can smell it from here. Yes, mm-hmm. you can. And he he talks about um, he's very competitive. He like loves video games, and his kids love video games. Yeah. And he doesn't let his kid use proximity chat or even really talk to the people he's playing with on Valorant. Um, and he's and his son is like, but it gives me a massive disadvantage. I'm trying to be good, and I can't help my team. Yeah. And he's like, I know but then don't play, play something else. Yeah. Um, so I'm as someone who like enjoys some competitive games and stuff, I do understand like being able to talk to your team is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have to be careful as a parent to know who your kids are playing with when they're playing games like Call of Duty. Um, but for me, I mean, the, I have just, the, the worst things I have heard in my life were during when the times that I was playing Call of Duty. Yeah, so when I play this game, it's, I've only played it a couple of times because of what you described earlier. Women don't fare well in these games, least of all young women, young girls, teenage girls, anybody like whatever we're saying, I would assume we mean teenage sons unless you want your daughter to be exposed to something absolutely awful because and and I think that these things are, are common in any space where like young boys tend to congregate because what they like to do is say the most offensive thing that they can think of the most hurtful thing that they can think of because they don't recognize you as a real person you're just a voice on the other side of the world they're in a situation where they're in combat and like if this were a real war real combat i'm not these are things i probably would say like the difference between the greatest generation who participated in this war and our boys who are playing this on computer games at home or console games or whatever at home is that they in the greatest generation they recognize we are in a battlefield right now the things we are saying here belong in this space this like it might be authentic to have said those things but it's not being said in your mom's living room where now you've normalized using the c word in your mom's living room right and i feel like there's a cognitive dissonance in our brains that that kind of goes off with that so i i hate to be the person who's going to say it's different for boys and for girls um but you might be okay with your son hearing some they won't say as bad of things to your son your son won't hear i'm gonna rape you no one's gonna say that to your son but they will say it to your daughter if she's in the game and that's stressful and upsetting and it's so much worse um so what you're talking about is of needing to know what the people are as long as you're only playing with people that you know you know who they are you're gonna be you can toggle off those scary like blood and stuff yeah and or just play the the campaign and and hear the storyline or whatever and it would be different, but I, I would say that this is not good for anyone under 17, and I wouldn't put a woman in it ever. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty with you. I the And I'm trying not to be super stereotypical about this because there are some stereotypes that like happen in my head when I just think of COD and League of Legends, which we're going to do another episode on as well. Yeah. Um, but the I just have not seen anything good come from the people who play this game like a lot, right? Yes. So. Uh, you know, there are, there, I have friends who love the game. They're fine. They're well-adjusted adults. But like when I, when I talked to, when I was doing youth ministry and I was talking to 15, 16, 7 year old kids who were playing those games, like the things they would say yeah. are insane. And they, and they would never say those things even if, with their friends in real life. Cause there's consequences for that, but there's no consequences when you can hide behind a screen name. Mm-hmm. There's just none. Uh, and so, and, and then like it, you know, <laughs> like try not to be stereotypical here, but like. The people that the, the people who are doing horrible things on COD end up on 4chan and end up into the deep darkness uh, that the internet can be. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but it does happen. Uh, and it just it's one of those games where like I'm with you. I would wait until your kid is a really mature 16 year old that you can trust and you know who he's playing with, he or she is playing with, um, or like just follow the actual game itself that tells you 17 and up. Yeah. Like it's not it's not made for yeah. you. 
well-formed in virtue. Once your kid is well-formed in virtue, then this kind of thing can be reasonable. Um, like, I, I hate to be the, the jerk in this, in this, like you're talking about, sorry, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I'm so sorry. I feel like that's all I am this week. But um, you're, the things that you're saying, they would never say that in real life. Like, these are not things that they would come out of their mouth. I think that it does normalize it and make it come out of their mouth in real life. I used to lead a girls group, a high school girls group, and one of the girls who was enrolled in a religious high school with a good reputation for being well-formed religiously um, said that in the library, she was doing a study group with her friends, with her with a class group, a boy said the phrase that I just said to you that gets told to me. I don't even like to repeat it because it's such a gross phrase. He yeah. looked her in the eyes and said, that's what I'm going to do to you if you don't finish this project. In public, in school, in front of, there are nuns who work at this school. And yep. so this normalizes that behavior so, so much. So again, at the game itself, there's not a problem. I mean, there is a little bit, but like as far, if you're gonna let your kid play a shooter that has gore, whatever, it's a lifelike shooter game. If you don't wanna do a lifelike shooter, go back to Fortnite, right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like the, that guy. And just, but there's just other games out there that you could have, you'll let your 12, 13, 14. I mean, I know a lot of parents who let their seven, eight, nine year old kids play Call of Duty. Um, yeah. And maybe with their parents with stuff toggled off, like m maybe that's fine. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're here to give you the information and then you all can make the best parenting choices that you can make for you and your family. Um, but for me, when there are really fun games out there like Fortnite, like even Apex, which I think is a, a little bit more friendly. Yeah. Uh, and maybe even maybe even Valorant. Uh, <laughs> he's like, no, we'll do those episodes. Um, yeah. But like what, COD is just one of those ones that it's it's pretty toxic. And yeah. it's funny because I think the people who love COD uh, would agree. Yes. This is what I think is the most funny thing about this and League of Legends, which we'll talk about, is like the people who play it the most are like, oh, yeah, it's a cesspool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the only people who are going to tell you it's not a cesspool are your kids because they want to play it. They're going to be like, mom, no one has ever said anything like that in front of me. I'll turn off the, the things. I have to be able to talk to my, my ch teammates because I'm at a disadvantage. Yeah. Otherwise, blah, 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 blah. That, your kids who, are, who want to get away with something are the only ones who are going to tell you that it's not bad yeah agree yeah. so we both say 17 and up just make good decisions uh but yeah and let us know what other video games you want us to review we had a lot of really good feedback on our video game episodes you can go to isthisforkids.com and find everything including our patreon our instagram our youtube for those who are listening on apple spotify wherever you listen to podcasts thank you we appreciate that. Yeah. But we those have. Those reviews. Love those reviews that are coming in on Apple. They're good. That, not only that, they're funny. Like I, the, know. I would like to, like one of these days, I'm going to read some of those on an episode just so you can hear how funny our, our people are. I love that. They're one great. of my good friends was the one who wrote like, and John sounds super handsome. <laughs> so you can just check it out on YouTube and yeah. find out for yourself. Yes, absolutely. Well, there's just so much media out there, John, and we got to navigate it as parents. I'm Jonathan Blevins. I'm Katie Rubalcaba. Thanks for letting us help you find out. Is this, Is for, this kids? for kids? See you next time.